Welcome to Package Your Genius. I'm your host, Amanda Miller Littlejohn. I'm a former print journalist turned PR and personal branding pro, and I am here to help high achievers like you bring your genius ideas to life. Whatever gift you have to give the world, I want to be a catalyst for your next genius move. If you're ready to stop overthinking it and start putting yourself out there, you're in the right place. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Package Your Genius. I'm super excited today to share what has been downloaded to me for you this week. I've been thinking a lot about how we see ourselves and why so many of the people I encounter both in my work and in my personal life don't seem to have a very clear vision of who they are and what is possible for them. And I've been really pondering what about me gives me the ability to see that. And I have decided that it's just one of my natural gifts. So I am really gifted at seeing the potential in people, seeing what is there that they can't see and then affirming it to them so they can see it too. But I've noticed with people in my personal life, but also clients, and typically so many of my clients are high achievers, we just don't see ourselves very clearly. And I can even be guilty of this as well. And so because we can't see ourselves very clearly, I've been thinking about why is that, right? Like, why is it that we have this blurry vision of who we really are? And I think it comes back to the fact that a lot of our self-image and self-perception is rooted in the feedback we receive from other people. Now, your self-esteem and how you feel about yourself and how you think of yourself is one thing. But when you think about the value that you're bringing to the world, what good you are to the world, what you have to offer, what you could potentially build a career upon, what your skills and talents are, what your potential business ideas or monetizable assets or skills are. A lot of that comes down to the value that the world is already showing you that you are bringing, which is why I always ask students and clients to think about what do people thank you for and what do people ask for your help with? Because they're telling you inherently in those questions how they see the value that you're adding. So if we take that a step further, and if how we start to see ourselves and how we feel that we show up in the world is based highly upon what the world is mirroring back to us, I think we really have to look at the most frequent interactions that we have or the people we are around the most, whether that's our family members or our bosses and our coworkers. So who gets to spend the majority of their time pouring into us either positively or negatively? So I started to think about some of the clients that I've worked with recently, and I came up with a few different scenarios that I'm hoping will illuminate for you the gaps 
that may be hindering you if you feel like you don't see your full potential and the the breadth of what you have to offer, it could be rooted in one of these four scenarios. So I wanted to share um, four types of people who really keep you from seeing yourself clearly. So the four types of people in your life. Number one, these are the people that you just can't seem to impress. No matter how hard you try, how well you do, how well you perform. You are delivering A plus work and you're getting a eh, meh response from these people. So these could be people at work. These could be people in your home, like a partner, a parent, someone who's just never impressed by what you do. And maybe it's because they've been there, done that, and they feel like they've done it better or they were able to do it earlier or faster than you. But sometimes it's better for other people if you actually don't know how amazing you are. Because ponder this, if you knew how good you were, if you truly understood your power and potential, would you accept what you're currently getting? Or would you demand more? And by more, I don't just mean more money, but maybe you would demand more access or more power or more respect. So in any case, if you know you are delivering just above and beyond and you're, you're creating a great value, you're delivering great work, you're being a great friend, you're being a great spouse, uh, you're being an amazing employee, and you never get affirmed for that. It may be because the people on the other side of that relationship don't necessarily want you to know because it's in their best interest that you don't know how good you are. So that's just one. Number two, you may be in a toxic workplace. And this is something I have come to learn of recently when working with corporate clients, because I don't have a corporate background. That wasn't a part of my my journey or my story. But a lot of my clients come from corporate places. And sadly, I've heard that unfortunately, the culture within so many companies is to intentionally break your spirit or tear you down. And that sometimes looks like an abusive boss who yells or berates or even insults employees. But it could also be a micromanager who nitpicks so much that they begin to undermine your confidence. So if you go into a new position or you get a promotion and you've worked really hard to become the person that would be considered for this position, or promotion. So you've become experienced, you've done great things, you've done great work, you have tons of case studies to point to, you've accomplished a lot in your field. And so you get to this next level, and you're ready to take things to the next level. And you have a boss who is micromanaging you, that can really begin to undermine your confidence and alter how you see yourself, even if prior to that point, you were used to doing great work, and you always had high self confidence confidence and you always saw yourself clearly because you were allowed to have your work speak for itself. And so in a way, your work results affirmed you. But when you are being micromanaged, sometimes you're not able to do the work that you're capable of because you have someone who is kind of constantly holding you back and not letting you go as as far fast or full out 
as you could. If you are in a toxic work environment and that resonates with you, I just want you to remember that what got you to the place that you're in is your skill set and your ability. And just because you're in a toxic workplace doesn't mean you aren't amazing. Just because you're in a workplace that doesn't affirm you because it's toxic does not take away from your skills. So this third type of person who may be affecting how you see yourself, these are the people who have been in your life or been around you for a while. So even though you may have evolved, they're still holding you to a standard of the old you and they are not ready to see you at this new level. We all have friendships and relationships that we've outgrown. Maybe you dated someone in high school or college or you dated someone in high school and then you went to college and when you guys reunited over summer break, you realize I'm a completely different person now. You're not on my level, right? So it's kind of like that. I was talking to a client who is in a position to grow her business and really evolve the type of services that she offers based on her strengths, right? So I'm all about understanding who am I? What are my results? What are my strengths? And how do I package uh, an offer around my strengths? Or how do I look for roles that lead with my strengths so I can double down on what I'm really, really good at, not just what I can do. And so this particular client was talking about using her skills in a more strategic way. So she's done some administrative work in the past. She's got clients who rely on her for that administrative work. But over time, she's really evolved and she sees herself now as more of an operational manager or operational director, a director of operations for small businesses. And she was mentioning to me that she has clients who absolutely need that level of support. But because when she started with them, she was only offering them administrative services, it's really hard for them to let go of that identity that she used to hold for them. And so she has evolved, she has glowed up, right? (laughs) And she is ready to really just boss up and be who she is now. But she has these people who only see her as who she was five years ago. And so when you have people who are constantly reaffirming the old you, that can mess with your mind a little bit and make you rethink whether or not you are ready to step into this new version of yourself. And to that, I say sometimes you may just need to find some new people who don't know about the old you don't know about the evolution and aren't trying to keep you small, but they want to see who you really are. In the case of this particular client, it could be that her clients want to keep her small because it's to their advantage that she doesn't know how great she is and they can pay her less instead of paying her for the strategic side of herself. But it could just be that they're incapable of seeing her as anything other than who she used to be. In which case, I definitely think she just needs to get around some people who can actually see her as who she is now and not who she was five years ago. So the fourth and final type of person who may be affecting how you see yourself by what they're mirroring back to you is the person who just has a limited perspective. So this is a person who's in your life, who knows you and loves you, but 
what you have, your gifts, your talents, your skills, your goals, your dreams, your ambitions, all of that is just beyond anything they're even familiar with. So it's not malicious at all. Um, It's just that they can't affirm what they don't understand. So put it to you this way. If I love oranges, like the fruit orange, if I love an orange, I love OJ, I you know, know what oranges are, I like to go pick them, but I've never heard of or seen lemons. If I were to encounter a lemon, I might think it was just a sour, unripened orange. Or I might look at it and just dismiss it as strange, simply because I don't know what it is. So I wouldn't be excited about the potential to make lemonade or lemon meringue pie or let's be real limoncello. I love a little limoncello because all I know are oranges. So it's not malicious. I'm not saying this lemon is a whack orange. I'm not holding it back maliciously. I just have never encountered it. I don't know what it is. And so sometimes the people in our lives aren't holding back affirmation out of spite. It's simply because they may not have ever seen the things that we are trying to do. They may never have known a person who could be all that we could be. Um, And that's why it's important to get into community and to expand your circle and to grow your network and to work with coaches and mentors or to get into business accelerators or incubators and to get around people who have more experience and have seen a range of things so that they can point out to you what they see in you and what they see in your ideas um, and what they see in your potential. It's not it's not that you don't have the potential. It's just that the people in your life don't have experience with the type of potential that you have. But overall, just because no one is affirming you and telling you how amazing you are, just because no one in your life is doing that does not mean you're not amazing. And that's the thing I want to underscore because it's something that I've noticed with clients when I'm mirroring back to them or building them up or affirming them. And it it can be difficult for them to believe what I'm saying because no one else is saying it to them. And that's honestly one of the most heartbreaking aspects of this work, fighting that war with people and really getting them to see what I see. I'm not gassing them up for no reason. I think the people closest to you would tell you I'm one of the most honest people you will ever meet. If I have nothing good to say, I just won't say anything, (laughs) right? But if I'm gassing you, it's because I'm hype about you and what I see for you. And sometimes I get carried away because I can see so much for people. But I understand how skeptical one might be when they're hearing someone tell them all of the things that they can see when no one else in their life is saying anything. But because of the amount of time we may spend in in a toxic workplace, right? So if you go to work every day and you have a micromanaging boss, you see them five days a week for eight hours a day. Well, that's the dominant voice that's going to be in your head, regardless of how amazing you are. You just kind of got the luck of the draw or the poor luck of the draw to be put in a situation where 
most of your time is dominated by someone who is undermining your confidence with their micromanaging. Same thing with if you grew up with a parent who was abusive and was always telling you you would never amount to anything, even if you have amazing gifts and talents. If that's the voice you're hearing um, seven days a week, that's the voice you're going to believe. So regardless of who's in your life, especially if you don't have people in your life who are affirming what is possible for you, I want you to know you heard it here first. Just because you're not hearing the affirmation does not mean there's nothing to affirm. You have something to affirm. You have potential possibility. We all have genius. I wholeheartedly believe it. I have yet to meet a person who didn't have some type of genius, whether it was a genius I needed or could relate to or not. We all have something that we can do in a genius way. It's just a matter of figuring out what that is and the more you can put yourself in position to hear from people who can see or have insight into your genius, the easier it is for you to accept it, the easier it is for you to see yourself clearly, and the easier it is for you to take the next step in the direction of whatever it is that you want, whether that is getting a new job or you know leaving corporate America, starting a new business, or writing your book, Whatever it is, starting your nonprofit, whatever dream you have, the sooner you can see yourself clearly, the easier it will be for you to activate that dream. And the sooner you can get around people who can affirm your possibility, the sooner you'll be able to see yourself clearly. So it's kind of a domino effect. So make it a priority to find some people who can affirm your highest possibility and potential. I have told you before, so you already know, we are currently in enrollment season for Package Your Genius Academy. So if you are looking for a powerful community of high achievers, if you're looking for a coach who, as Ash said in our last episode when she talked about working with me, if you're looking for someone who really roots for you and is rooting for your potential and is excited to help you see it clearly find it and just take it to the next level i invite you to apply to package your genius academy and you can find that application at packageyourgeniusacademy.com enrollment season is closing soon because our next round of the academy starts on march 10th so we're finalizing the cohort now if you have had some interest and you've been on the fence about it just get your application and it's free to apply we'll likely have an email exchange or even a phone call just to learn a little bit more about you and to make sure you're a fit and to explain how the program works but the sooner you get that application in the better thanks so much for listening guys if you enjoyed this episode i invite you to leave me a rating and review on itunes or wherever you're listening to podcasts so more people can hear about the work i'll see you next time bye